Welcome back to another episode of the Pals Podcast. I'm your co-host, Danielle Glarno. And I am Richard Stewart-Liorti. <laughs> and who did we have on this week, Danny? We had Zach Tabulu on. Uh, honestly, it was so cool being able to talk to him. But the coolest part about this was that Universal actually invited us to a show that they had. It was like mostly staff. And they invited a couple fans too and some people like us. But um, he played three songs. We got to see him perform live before actually interviewing him. And I hadn't heard his music a lot beforehand. He's really massive in the Philippines. But listening to him live, and I listened to some songs like on my way over, and I, it was just incredible. He was phenomenal, like, honestly. There's I no was, other way to put it. I was at one point, like, I was just like, holy shit. Like, you have an amazing voice. Your songs are so good. His English is amazing. And you'll hear this on the episode because we actually ask him because yeah, English he, isn't his first language, but it is now considered yeah. his first language yeah, just because of know. how he grew up. But super, super talented. Insane. Uh, like even the way he writes his music, he's um, he's a lover boy at heart. Just uh, and we love that for him. And we can't wait to see what's going to happen in the future with him. Because Yeah, you'll, you'll hear some stuff on the podcast. He uh, who knows, might, he might be in a relationship soon. We don't know. He might have told us something on the pod. Zach, we hope this works well well for you. I hope you enjoyed the rest of your time here in the city. Uh, we gave you some recos. I hope you enjoyed some of those recos. I hope uh, you enjoyed your Toronto show more than Winnipeg. Yeah, definitely. We hope that. Uh, but no, honestly, guys, if you're listening, just this, uh, I don't want to say kid, but this this young man is definitely on the rise to superstardom at a very insane trajectory. Uh, I think he's the like second most streamed artist in the Philippines. He's got you know hundreds of millions of streams. Just he hit seventy million in Canada or North America. Yeah, like and they announced it to him at his like live performance, which was really cool. Yeah, he's like definitely one to watch because he will be doing some really really big things, uh, especially in North America, um, in the upcoming time. And so yeah, honestly, Danny, let's go. Oh, our sponsor. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna point Ricky out because. Don't do me dirty like that. What the this is an open bag of chips because Ricky has finished every single one of our bags of chips because he is so obsessed with them. So hard bite chips, all natural. You can find them. Well, Ricky is going to go get them at local, our local grocery yeah, stores local and natural food stores. <laughs> in the in the healthy oh, food no. section. No, honestly, guys, they're full, um, Canadian, made in Canada, uh, BC. Really good. Uh, no artificial flavors, gluten-free. Um, just really, really good. Non-GMO. Uh, try these out. Um, the spicy ketchup or the avocado are were my favorite. The all dress was really good too. Uh, if you're more into the all natural, like kind of the generic potato chips, they've got these ones, the rugged, uh, like wafer style. But honestly, they're super good. Check them out. You know the best part about this? Their branding at the back says all potato, no couch. And I think you feel like that. That's a good one. I didn't even read. I've never read the back of the bag. Yeah. It's for those who live on the edge. This is literally you. Literally me. Yeah. But no artificial anything, uh, which is obviously super important. It's also important to watch what you put in your body. So definitely check them out. Hard bite on all socials or hard, sorry, hard bite chips on all socials. Grab yourself a bag. And Danny, what do we say? Let's fucking go. I've been telling Ali for 
probably like six months now that I love doing this stuff because like we go to a lot of concerts and we love concerts. But then when you get to watch someone perform and then talk about the performance, talk about those like little messaging between yeah, each yeah. song, I think it's just so much fun. Definitely, yeah. yeah Small it's, details, right? Yeah, it's those little little details that make the difference. Yeah, mic up. We're, we're oh, going. Yeah, we're, we're, we're going we're already? Going. All right, all right. Rolling start. <laughs> we'll do it. Uh, yeah, Zach, pleasure to have you on, man. This is awesome. Thanks so much for having us. Yeah. Yeah. amazing. We're unbelievable live. Thank like, we you. We both looked at each other, we're like, holy shit, like, this is actually unbelievable. I appreciate it. Thanks so amazing much for having voice. me. Amazing voice. I, I want to I get right into it. And this is like, as soon as you were talking about that, I'm like, I need to ask this, because we know the third album is about, like, kind of heartbreak, trials, tribulations. If you could go back to one of the girls that broke your heart growing up, uh-huh. now with the success that you had, what would you say to one of them? I don't know. They, they have been reaching out, actually, from, <laughs> from time to time. Some of them have been reaching out. Uh, I, just, I honestly just ignore them. Really? Yeah, I'm, I'm that type of person. I mean, if they, if they come up to me or whatever. I mean, I'd say hi if, if, they, if they say hi, but other than that, it's just... There's no party that wants to be like, yeah, I made it. Yeah, that song. Thanks for the inspo. I mean, it's it's more of like if the song's out there, a lot of people have been listening to it, and it's blowing up. Then that's the that's the answer. They already know. Yeah, that's so, I'd, I'd be too petty. I'd be like, yeah, that song that's like number one right now. Thank you for <laughs> that. I appreciate you. Funny thing was actually for for one of the songs that went gold here in Canada, the song called Pano. Um, I wrote that song just to, to like reach out to that person who dumped me. And then after a week of writing it, I was like, I told my label, I need to release this like in, on my birthday or something. That that has to happen. I, I want her to feel what she made me feel and, <laughs> and all that. Um, Did we she got, reach out to you? No, no, she she hasn't. But um, <laughs> when I when when, I, when we released it after a week, it blew up and went to number one. It's like the longest number one in the Philippines right now. So Man, I love that. It's crazy. So you know she's heard it too. Probably, yeah, she's definitely, definitely. Your friends back home are like. Oh, <laughs> Do you, you hear I think it's about you. Yeah, yeah. they they know it. Oh, they for know. Sure. Yeah. And how's how's the Canadian tour been so far? It's been crazy. Uh, we sold out everything. Our last leg would be tomorrow here in Toronto, and uh, we're expecting like a really big crowd for for That's tomorrow. Awesome. Is this so. your first time in Canada? Yeah, it is. It is actually. Okay, yeah. what do you like more, the states or Canada? Honestly, Canada. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah it is. Um, we kind of have this vibe with Canada. It, it's me and the boys, like the band. Um, big shout out to the boys. Yes, for sure. They um, they're probably downstairs, but they uh, we all we all kind of felt that warmth here in Canada, more than like the the U.S. Like, uh, I've been in the U.S. last year as well. I did a did a few shows here. Did the tour. I was alone during that time, so the band wasn't there yet. I was just doing backing tracks, doing everything on stage solo, and now I have my boys with me. Like the the instruments would be way more fuller. The the sounds thicker, and uh, this time around, it's just way def- definitely bigger. Like, the show is definitely bigger. Um, but in terms of, like, the warmth, like, the people, I feel like Canada's been, like... Really Can- do you know what? Anytime you're traveling, and obviously you do a lot of travel, but anytime you say you're from Canada, everyone's like, oh, we love Canadians because mm-hmm. you guys are so nice, blah, blah, blah. Like, sorry this, sorry that. It's, yeah. like, it's true. We, we are nicer than Americans. Actually, yeah, yeah. We, we did kind of notice it. I mean, I feel like in the, in the, in the States, we... We kind of like compared it actually. Me and the boys we were like, we just feel like everyone in the states are more like really straightforward when it comes to yeah. doing work. Normally gives a fuck about each other. It's like, okay, I have to, I have to finish the day. It's like more aggressive. Yeah, more aggressive in terms of work. But in Canada, I guess it's more just when when you talk to someone, they'll talk back or whatever. They'll they're yeah. like genuinely really want to talk care. to you. Yeah. And you're wearing an OVO show right shirt right yeah. now, so like Repping repping the six. You're showing big love for the six. Hell yeah. yeah. 
I wanted to, um, you said something when you were on stage about touring and we both looked at each other when you said this because this might be the, the craziest thing we've ever heard from anybody. Winnipeg is your favorite. I was just going to say that uh-huh. and bring that up. Winnipeg. Yeah. Is your favorite spot so far. Yep. Okay, wait till tomorrow's so show in Toronto. I mean, it depends. I feel like, like that might top it off. But we'll like, see. Like, everybody in Canada knows that Winnipeg is not, like, it's it's well known as not the, the spot. Oh, really? Yeah, like, I don't want to shit on Winnipeg, uh-huh. but... Yeah, but I've actually I feel like I remember a couple artists that have been on the podcast before actually say that they had great shows in Winnipeg and that was some of their favorite shows, Winnipeg or Calgary. But why though? Like why why not Winnipeg? So Winnipeg won the cold is really bad there. Yeah, like the cold is is just like miserably Mm -hmm. cold. I've also heard there's like um it's about like drug and homeless population too. Like yeah, like a lot of. Have you been? Uh, I don't think I've ever. So you've never been. So you can't even comment. I've been twice for work. Oh, you've never been? No. I've been. Oh, okay. Just like I I heard enough people (laughs) say it's that bad. I'm like I'm not Um, going. I've been in March before, and it's like usually like March you start slowing down. Mm-hmm. It's like nicer weather, like in Toronto at least. You get yeah. there, it's like full snowstorm, and like massive homeless population, and it's uh. like a very distinct between their down like safety wise in their downtown core mm-hmm. and then surrounding it. But it's just like apparently, well, I just know it's very boring. I mean, yeah, I kind of felt it's that. It's a I very mean, boring city compared to Toronto, though, Montreal, for Vancouver. sure. I guess I'm just a bit biased just because of the show itself, yeah. like mm-hmm. the venue we played it on. Um, Where'd you we, play? We did Centennial Hall. Okay. It's a it's like an iconic theater yeah. or something, and uh, Drake played there. Like big names play there, like legends, um, some of my heroes, and so like I guess I was just a bit biased. That's just fair. because of the the event. Okay, so you talk about your heroes. Who's like your biggest like inspiration or like your biggest heroes in the industry? Um, actually, the one who really got me into to thinking about my music and got me into to production and all that would be Lauv, which is uh, Ari. I got yeah. to meet him a few. I think it was like last year of the tour. Actually, oh wow! Uh, I got to be in his studio. He gave me a lot of advice, but he was like one of the the heroes that I kind of really looked up to. Um, I had no idea what music production was a few years ago, but he was the one that kind of like introduced me into doing my own thing, production, like writing. I mean, writing has always been there for me. Um, I started really young. I was like around 12 years old. Like I said, on stage, like I would just used to write songs just because I had a crush on someone and then I'd get dumped, write a heartbreak song and like imagine like a scenario. Yeah, Yeah, (laughs) the cycle goes through and... uh, yeah, that was the thing for me. But like when I got into music production, that changed my whole life, basically. I, I got two questions. I, I have want. a couple follow-ups yeah. on this, too. Um, you said that you enjoy writing. You can express your feelings more in English, mm-hmm. which I think is interesting because like, obviously it's English second language. Yeah. Why do you think that is? I feel like, I mean, um, like growing up before my mom passed away, uh, we would always stay in her condominium back then because like my dad and my mom, is in, they're separated. And so when we were like really young, my mom would always practice us speaking English in the house. Really? So we can't really speak in in, in the Filipino language. That's that, that was kind of like her goal, to to for us to learn like fluent English. Your and English stuff. is great. Amazing. Thank you so you much. You wouldn't tell if I didn't know. You wouldn't tell. Yeah, but uh, yeah, we we would always watch cartoons. That helped a lot. Um, and then actually, sort of Philip, the Filipino language kind of became my second language. So. Yeah. Well, now that you're traveling Sorry. so much too, like English is a fairly universal language. It is. It Filipino is. I think only home to one country, right? Mm-hmm. I don't think any other country speaks it. Yeah. Yeah. What was your What was your follow up to that? I was saying, so you've been writing for so long now, but mm-hmm. now you're performing. Do you like? Do you still do you prefer writing in the back end of it, or do you actually like prefer performing now? Um. Well, there's definitely a big difference between writing and performing, 
because like I'm, I'm kind of like an ambivert so it's like a mixture of the both right and uh i there, there are some instances where i just really space out and I, I want to be alone for like a month or two and that's me making music that's kind of like my therapy so like when i'm going through shit just write write my songs um be in the studio for like a month or two and then come back out when i have some songs we release it and then i go on tour with those tracks and uh performing is just like a, a different world you get to like interact with the people like, like the fans um like doing this whole tour has been like the craziest shows i've ever been so far i think um and the the interaction with the fans definitely was just out of out of this world so have you ever had a song that like you kind of you obviously you love all your songs but you have a song that you kind of like you don't it's not your favorite but then you perform it and the crowd like loves it so that you love it more yeah you, you ever have one of those actually majority of the songs <laughs> i hate i hate hearing my songs really i really do i i'm not i guess it's because you work on a studio because like i do everything i write yeah. the songs i produce it mix and master it so like i would hear all those songs for like fucking a thousand times already yeah, yeah. and i'd get i'd get super tired of it, of it. Yeah. yeah by the time you're performing it you're like okay i'm over this song let's go to the next album yeah but but that's what that's what makes it special because like i have the boys with me to arrange the songs in like a live way and so that's where it changes up like the the arrangement so it's different from the live compared to the official track so when, the, you're, when you're sorry, here to bar- i want to hear about go. this sorry just before yeah. i forget but so the official track is different than when you're playing live yeah when, when we play it live it's it's really different so I mean, it, it, it still has the specs and everything, but... No, but the guys aren't performing with you when you're recording it. Yeah, no, no. It's it's all me. Like, wow. the instruments and everything. It's all me. Did you For the official that? track. No, I didn't, but when he said it, I figured. Because <laughs> that's cool. When he says he does everything himself. And then he mentions the boys. I don't well, again, a lot cool. of music now is made on like computers. No, yeah. I know most so, like, a lot like of music is made on computers, but I would assume like if you have your own band and the guys traveling with you, yeah. like, maybe you would use them in studio as well, especially because they're just so involved with you and your music. Uh-huh. Um, but well, you got to think about the I cost. So the cost of producing an album with all the instruments and all mm-hmm. the players and this and that. Like, there's the human error, then there's like those milliseconds of differences on a computer. It's perfect. Well, exactly. Yeah, and you do it all. Right. He does his like, writing I, and producing yeah. and. I, I just do it all because of the, the vision that I have in mind. So, like, when I think about the idea of, like, doing the song, I'd prefer, so like, all of it going there. like going out from me and mm-hmm. not, like, from anyone else. Because, like, I guess the vision would change up when someone gets in the, the music process. So, I'd rather, like, do well, it Well, it could myself. almost become their vision instead. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Instead so. of, like, sometimes, too, like, I feel like I've talked to producers and, like, they have, like, a vision. They bring it to an artist, but then that vision gets completely rearranged. Exactly. By the artist's vision. There you go. Yeah. That makes sense. What um, what show in general through the whole tour, not just Canada, has been your favorite this year? This, this year, yeah. Um, like for this tour, mm, Edmonton was really cool as well. Okay, Edmonton. Yeah, that was that was a pretty show set. Um, we sold it out, and like everyone was going crazy because like I normally like throw bottles of water and like throw water at people, and there was this one time on stage I was like. Uh, I was slipping on stage because of the all of the water um, that, that yeah, kind of like spilled like out. Everyone was throwing water as well, so like I just kept on slipping. <laughs> yeah, and I was wearing boots too. So this is complete off topic. I want. Do they have something planned for you tonight? Are they taking you out in the city tonight? Actually, no. I think we're we're about to rest a, for like tomorrow's you show. You guys gonna just relax? Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. Because if you go out in the city, you have to like really explore it. Because uh-huh. now, now you said like you enjoyed Edmonton, you enjoyed Winnipeg. Like you have to enjoy Toronto now. Dang, um, we're about to leave too, which sucks. Like after the show, 
a day after we leave, like in the morning. Then you have to go out tomorrow night. Probably, yeah. It's like tomorrow Friday night. night. Yeah, after your show, Toronto on a Friday night. It's fun, even if it's cold. Oh, is the night awake here in, in Toronto? By 2 o'clock, it's done. Like, uh-huh. it's... It, 2 o'clock is basically a hard stop anywhere. But, yeah, you'll you'll find some some ways to have fun in the city. This is it's one of the best. I, I've traveled most of the world. Um, not most. I've traveled a lot, but uh, Toronto's still one of like my favorite spots. Gosh, have you ever all, have y'all ever been into the Philippines? I was no. no I've been to Thailand, um, China, Japan, but never Philippines. Oh, okay. You guys should go. I, I want to go. Yeah, like, so I do go. I. There's, There's so many spots over like that side of the world you want to go, but it's so far. And then yeah, again, like when I did Thailand, I'm like, hey, I'll do Thailand for two weeks, and then I'll go to. Indonesia or one of the other countries like in that area and I stayed in Thailand for a month mm-hmm. just because there was every you do three days in a city and they're like oh you got to go to Chiang Mai see elephants I'm like cool I've never seen an elephant let's go to Chiang Mai and then yeah. next thing you know you're in I don't know one of the islands Kopipi or whatever right so yeah. the nightlife in Manila in Manila is like really out there so like you you would see people party until 7 a.m. yeah bars would still be open yeah see no not in Toronto so. <laughs> yeah no what, isn't there like a, a really famous like Filipino drink it's like an alcoholic drink. Uh, which one is that? Lambanog? Is it Lambanog? San Miguel? What is it? Is this like... It's just normal beer, normal actually. Beer? It's regular this is beer. really famous yeah. out there? Yeah. What's I your go-to so. drink? Um, like, do you drink? Yeah, I drink. I drink. drink. But uh, occasionally. Occasionally. <laughs> I do beers. Just beers. Yeah? yeah I'm, I'm just really chill. I mean, if, if someone gives me a shot, I'll do it. But it's like you're, if you go to the bar, you're just asking for a drink. Mm-hmm. San, San Miguel? Is that what it's called? Yeah, San Miguel. That's it. Yeah. What's your uh, What's your favorite place to travel in the world? Not for music, just in general. Uh, actually, Singapore. Singapore's oh. like my uh, go-to. That's one of my like top places. I w- I've never oh, been really? anywhere like in Asia, uh. and I'm dying to go to Singapore. That's like the top of my list. Singapore's just like super clean, super safe. Um, it's a small city, but like if you want to like chillax, I mean, this is for me though, personally. Yeah, yeah. Um, when I get like stressed with with work and everything, and I just want to like get out of like the space i'll be going to singapore and i'll be staying there for a month and that'll be like my peace really mm-hmm. what br- like what brings you peace like what's again you're stressed you can't go to singapore because you're on tour what do you do i just eat i eat a lot you stress eat. yeah right? i stress eat go I, like stay I guess in you're never hotel. stressed because you're fairly fit like yeah you're not, like a bigger i mean dude, I, right? I stay fit I, <laughs> I try to stay fit yeah you're just not getting stressed that's that's the key mm-hmm. any any like go-to foods when you're stressed like what's um, I like Hainanese. Hainanese. Sorry, what? Hainanese. So it's like Chinese. Um, I think it's Chinese and Singaporean sort of like chicken, uh, food, Asian food. Okay. Uh, yeah. That's, That's my kind of like my go-to. Danny, what would yours be? Like comfort food? Yeah. McDonald's. McDonald's. That's yeah. Sorry, are you guys Canadian? Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. I hate poutine. By the way, we I heard. Like I, 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 you know what? I, I don't love it either. Oh, okay. I don't. I like it, but it's not like my go-to food. Oh. I can't even tell you the last time I had it, but it's yeah. like, okay. Poutine is not like, I know it's a Canadian food, mm-hmm. but most Canadians don't really eat it. It's not like, uh, it's not like, like it's a staple and everyone has to eat it. You come together, you have to eat in it. In Quebec, it's yeah. more that like people will get it after the bar or like the next day hungover. But like in, in Toronto, it's, like there's such like, that's like yeah, the last thing I would order. Oh, it's like hangover food basically. Right? Yeah. Uh, more like before you're hungover food. Like post bar food. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because yeah. the bar is closed. You're at like two? two, you go get like food, yeah. pizza, poutine, hot, like whatever's around, open. Gotcha. Because like the whole tour, everyone's just been recommending poutine. I was like, it's, it's just a Canadian it's thing. Like, they say gotcha. it's Canadian. No one really has right. it. I don't personally love it. It's okay. It's good. I'll yeah. eat it. What, what else have you tried on tour? 
Um, like, what are other Canadian things that people have made you like maple syrup? Yeah, I've, I've tried to maple tried syrup. syrup. Yeah, try try on waffles. Yeah, yeah okay, that's, that's about it actually. I've never really tried like a lot of Canadian food. I mean, I was asking them. But I hate they, maple syrup. They never like they never that's really recommended anything. So actually. one thing that did you go to Montreal? No, no, no. no, no, you, no. You're not going there either. But Ma- Montreal has um, smoked meat sandwiches. Smoked meat sandwiches, and that's Ooh. like actually good. It's like yeah. a really good. What is it? Um, it's, it's basically like a corned beef almost. It's like a. It's like a red meat that's like sliced yeah. thinly it's with like mustard and like. Gotcha. What's that's the bread the called? Rye bread. Rye bread, yeah, and like a nice sandwich. It's good. Sorry, why do you hate maple syrup? Uh, I don't know. It's just too sweet. <laughs> uh, okay. I just don't like it. My sister has this maple syrup candle too. Every time I smell it, I want to puke. I know people who like, can drink maple syrup. Like I'd prefer like. What uh, the hell? Like they'll put it on their pancakes and once they're done, they'll just like finish it. No, no, I prefer Shit. like the fake stuff. Yeah, I'm like I don't. I'm so indifferent by it. Which I is just like I just like it on like waffles. Or yeah. Have you had chicken and waffles yet? No. no you no, should try no. that then. I'm gonna try it. Chicken and waffles with like a nice little maple syrup too. Oh really? There's a okay. spot not too far from here that makes really good chicken and waffles too. Drake Underground. All right. What What will you guys recommend tonight? Like I'm g- I'm gonna eat out tonight or something. What kind of cuisine do you want? Any. Just Just throw it out there. Oh. What okay. should I try? This is gonna be like my standard. Here in Canada. Oh no, <laughs> this yeah, is a lot of pressure. <laughs> okay. We're gonna need a thing for it. What a don't bit? you like? What don't you like? I eat anything, dude. Like, no, there's gotta be some sort of food you like. You just like, I can't do. I eat anything. I swear. I, I guess poutine. I'm not like. Okay, so right. okay, away from the poutine. Can't do Asian food because he's obviously had better Asian food than we yeah, have. Yeah, I got. I gotta taste like the Canadian, like really good. There's Canadian just nothing food. Canadian here in Toronto. I mean, like a good smash burger. Oh, a good smash burger. A good smash, I, burger. Yeah. smash burger. Actually, right around the corner from here, there's a place called Burger Drops. Burger Drops? Burger Drops. It's right around Put the corner from notes. here. It's really good. And there's another spot called Maddie's Patties. I like Cabanos. Ooh, you know what? Lambo's Deli. Maddie's Patties. No. There's it's not other? that good. It's so there's good Maddie's either. Patties, uh, Burger Drops. Cabanos. Burger Drops. And then Cabanos. Cabanos. Got you. And then the last one is Lambo's. It's a deli shop. Lambo's. And they make like... It's like really, better for lunch tomorrow. It's like really big right. like... Almost, I don't want to say Italian sandwiches, but like really thick, cold cut. Like they got crazy stuff on it. There's actually a place. What should I? What should I go for tonight? Tonight, if you want a burger, I would go get a resting tonight. You're just gonna kind of chill. It's a mm-hmm. it's a quiet night. I'd get a smash burger. All so right. either one of those two places we were just telling you about. Gotcha. Yeah, it's it's good. It's comfort food too. You'll feel like okay. really wholesome. You're ready to go to bed. It's not gonna mess up vocal cords or anything. Like okay. You'll be good. Sick. But tomorrow, tomorrow after your show, you should definitely go out. Queen West or King West, like this is like kind of the neighborhood we're in. Mm. Really good spots. Um, you can go anywhere there. You can't go wrong. So what do you do here in, in Toronto, like at night? Well, I I'm a little bit older than she is, um, but we do the same kind of thing. Like it's, it's more same. we don't big clubs like big room clubs. They're not really a thing anymore in Toronto. Uh, yeah. Like even in a lot of a lot of Canada, it's not. They're kind of slowly dying, and supper clubs are becoming a thing. Mm, so a place yeah. you go down, maybe you go at like eight or nine. You sit, you have some like tapas style food so like shareables and then you stay and you just keep drinking gotcha. so that's kind of the the, the vibe lately mm. it's more like bars and supper clubs rather than like big room clubs are house parties a thing here not for me but for other people it's more young it's more of a younger more thing. of a younger thing, thing yeah. yeah younger or but you're older. younger than us yeah. how old are you guys i'm a 95 and okay. he's a I'm a 90 90 all right i'm, I'm 2001 yeah, yeah. I, i'm old so like house parties <laughs> would be a big thing here around your age group 
Yeah. yeah. All right. Gotcha. Yeah. You know, it's like like a lot of like, especially students that like don't have the money to go and because drinks are expensive here. Like tw- mm. could be like fifteen bucks a drink. Oh shit. So it does okay. it does get pricey. Like a beer is twelve bucks. Twelve uh, to fifteen depends if it's domestic yeah. or imported. I mean, the whole team has actually been like just complaining about everything. Like I like my pants with me. We were gonna get a hot dog or something. It was like ten bucks. Or something. Yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. like, why is it so expensive here? No, no, like everything and especially like in the past year, everything's just raised so much <laughs> in pricing and just like. You go to the grocery store, you buy three things, and it's like fifty dollars. You're just like, what uh-huh. did I just buy right now? Honestly, it's just, it's just really cheap in the Philippines. Cause like back then, back there, it's just everything's just really well. Cheap. And like I heard, like like not even in Philippines, just in like kind of Asia in general, mm-hmm. the street food out there is not like street food we have here. Like yeah. our street food sucks. Uh. It's like hot dogs that you need to go to the bathroom within an hour. <laughs> like out there, you're eating like good cuisine. I know there's like a Michelin star restaurant in that's like a street a street yeah. vendor. Vietnam. Vietnam's yeah, like Vietnam. they have yeah. really good food as well. Thailand has really good food. Um, in the Philippines, there's a lot of like good street foods yeah. there. So, okay, you go to the yeah. bar. What are you eating after the bar normally? Mm. Um, I'd get hmm, probably get chicken wings. Chicken wings. Chicken wings. Oh, chicken wings. There's a good chicken wing spot, Crown and Dragon. Crown and Dragon. That's my favorite chicken wing yeah. spot okay. in the city. Or a place called Duff's. Duff's uh, is a classic. Crown and Dragon is yeah, way better. Duff's. Do you guys live near the area? Like, uh, not I'm, I'm like five yeah. minute walk. Oh, okay. Maybe not a five minute walk, but a ten minute walk. Yeah. For we you? While you, while you were finishing up, we were waiting. Like, what are we gonna do for dinner tonight? Like, we don't know. Like, what are we gonna uh, eat? It's like this conversation too is just like just making, making my hungry. head. <laughs> <laughs> even more do we really want to go to locals for dinner? Should we go get smash burgers too? Like, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you said let's get smash burgers. Smash burgers. It's mm. like right. just a good smash burgers is top notch. What's um on on the item of food? Like, what's your what's the best meal you've had on tour? Again, this year, this tour, mm-hmm. this tour. Um, like, is there any like one spot that stands out? You're like, I got to give that place a shout out because it was just unbelievable. We wait. Actually, let me think about it. Because like everything so far has been just Filipino food. Like they've been bringing us Filipino food as well. Wait, so we what's had, your rider? Is your rider like I need Filipino food? Or? No, no, no. We had we just had some friends on tour. Oh, okay. They would like cook us food or like get um, Filipino local food, or whatever in the in, like the area. They they would bring it to me in my hotel room. That would be it. So, oh, so you haven't really experienced yeah. a lot of yeah that that's what sucks too because like we had to move from like state to city to city did you go to new york no i didn't that's actually did actually. i didn't for this one um, a lot of people have been demanding the new york show but probably next year next year new york i think they have like some of the best variety of food yeah. i tried the, the new york hot dogs and, and oh no is it is it is that bad is it like it's okay mid? it's just like it's like poutine you know, oh okay yeah. I enjoyed it I mean it's I enjoyed like it way more than have to try. Yeah, <laughs> It's one of those things you have to try um, I had a question I, w- I was going to ask it But I didn't want to ask it Because then I was like We were talking about food But now I forgot What the question was I have an actual music question That I want to go back to no. um, oh, You said like a lot of your songs Are about like Exes and relationships mm-hmm. And like heartbreak And everything like that um, Do you prefer writing songs When you're like Going through something Or when you're in a happier place um it's definitely like in the the sadder moments because like that's when it like the the real songs come out when you're like really sad like i said i music is kind of like my therapy and so when i'm going through shit i'd rather like stay in my my studio and then write everything down and then after that session my heart will like feel super like light and stuff because like when you're happy you're just happy the the like the the good songs come out when it's like the the real like sad ones and like depressing ones but when you're happy you just kind of like live the moment and so you don't think about it too much and so like writing it down would be like huh eh, okay we, we had an artist on maybe about a year ago 
and he's just like, I've been in some of the happiest days of my life, and I wrote songs that I loved, and I sent it to the label, and they absolutely hated it. <laughs> I've been in the most like depressed state of mind ever, like heartbreak, going through it, and like that's the album the label just loved. It was like my biggest hits all came from like the worst days of my life, and yeah. it's it's like more emotion, right? Like music Definitely. makes you feel, right? Yeah. Especially like. When you're gonna perform a song, you can almost go back and feel that moment. Mm-hmm. Right? Like it's again, you see someone that like people that good stage presence and people that really like write songs from like the heart and people who write their own songs too. Because sometimes you know people perform songs they didn't write. It's I'm not taken away from it, but it's not the same emotional connection to the song. That's true. Like yeah. you're gonna perform a song that you wrote about your ex, and you're gonna feel something every time mm-hmm. you perform it. Right. That's right. When 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 I when I performed Love Is Dead earlier, I was just I was just like going back to the past every time I sing it. So it it gets emotional. Crazy, like as like a fan watching you, you could like sing a song that's just like s- such a deep connection for you, mm-hmm. and then like I'm listening, and like I had a smile on my face the whole time. It was almost like I wasn't happy. Like I know it's like, but it w- it made me happy. Yeah. And then so like there's such like a weird mix like of emotions when you're listening to them because it's like I know I'm supposed to feel something sad, but like in that moment I was actually just like happy and like listening to you. Yeah. Excel gum and ASMR. Search Excel Gum on Spotify now and choose one of four ASMR audio experiences. Because everybody needs good study partners. So it's so kind of that, cool. That's what music Thank does, you. though. If you if if you weren't a musician, what would you do? Um, like you have like a secret talent or something, like outside of music. Obviously, I do short films actually. Okay, like, like really short films for school. Um, I used to like direct and like script write everything for like oh. projects for for college and university. Um, that was my thing before, cause like I had to drop out of school for like the whole music thing, cause like it's been really hectic. Like the schedule's been yeah. really crazy. But uh, before, I think that was a good decision though. Yeah, definitely a good decision. Like I can always go back. Like I'm in college, yeah. I can always go back. And uh, yeah, I guess I guess it would be filming, cause like I'm a big fan of like checking out lenses for cameras and and doing all that shit yeah that's that's cool do you ever like i guess direct or produce your own music videos yeah i i normally i'm the one like in like the i'm like kind of like the leader of like the whole music video thing as well so like all the ideas it'll 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 all come from me so Um, you're literally like you do everything sort of yeah i do everything but like i I do have my creatives with me I, i have my creative team like in terms of the vision because like when i write the songs finish it in the studio or like while i'm writing it i kind of have like this vision in my head like in the back of my mind this would be like the scenario i would i would picture like there's the ocean or like in a car of me just driving just feeling the music that's that's kind of like my and then you make it across the life in the music video mm-hmm. yeah awesome it's, it's always so interesting because Again, you say like maybe on the beach or driving the car, and the music video is an extension of what your rea- your vision was. And it's like people just watching at home or watching on the computer, or whatever. Like they would have no idea that that was your vision yeah. originally, right? And then mm-hmm. you get to see it come to life. So it's always so cool. It's like it's always cool when you meet someone that's creative. And wait, how'd you learn to do all this stuff? Like, are you self taught, or did you go to school for everything? Yeah, everything is self taught basically. Um, I did everything on YouTube. I was gonna say school of YouTube. YouTube school of YouTube. And then I, I became a ghost producer and ghost writer in LA for like two, around two years, I think. Why? They, um, so basically I would just do covers back then on YouTube. I had like 5,000 subscribers, like really low. And uh, I would just do it for fun. It was kind of like a, a, kind of like a bragging right in school. Like I do covers, I do YouTube, trying to impress my crush or something. <laughs> Definitely got dumped after that. 
Um, but wait, it probably made a great song after. Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, and then yeah, they, I just picture you in like high school, just like jamming out the covers. You meet this girl, got this crush, get dumped, right song. <laughs> meet second girl, get dumped. Like, at there what point is. did you do the dumping? Sorry. Like, when did you start dumping them? I never dumped anyone. No? It was always just me getting dumped. That's the sad part but about it. you know what? It. That's what makes you like one of the <laughs> yeah. top artists in the Philippines yeah. right now. Like, there we go. There moving across the world. I, it was a good uh, thing maybe, I was Maybe they dumped. all have like some like support, like secret Facebook group or something where like, I dumped him too. Like they, like, <laughs> now that they watch you get like mega famous, they're like, fuck, dude, did we screw up? And they all like console each other because they all screwed up. <laughs> Yeah, that'd be so Probably. funny. I I had this one. Like, she was my like my first love back then. She was like the very first. You're probably like 15, eh? Very first girl I wrote a song for, and she uh, I didn't get dumped this time. But like, here's the thing. Wait, you didn't get dumped, and you didn't dump her. I didn't dump her. Here's the thing. So like, you're I still thought, dating right now. Like, no, 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 no. <laughs> I mean, yeah, eventually I got dumped, <laughs> <laughs> but like. I thought we had a relationship going on. I thought it was like really cool and shit. After a few months, a dude texted me. He was like, what are you doing talking to my girl? I was like, what? No, she's my girl. <laughs> I thought she was my girl. Um, and then this dude, um, after a few days, added me to a group chat. It was like 10 of us Shut up. being played by the same girl. That was my my first love ever. That's your first love. That was my first love. Man. Yeah, it was it sucked. Damn. It sucked. I was like fifteen. No wonder you can write heartbreak songs. Fuck man. If I if I dated the same girl with ten other dudes, I'd be writing songs too. And and I'm like I'm 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 a really emotional guy. And so really? like when when I couldn't tell. When I try and when I try and love someone or like try to shoot my shot, I will give everything to that person. Which is a disadvantage. Aside from writing a song about someone, what's the most like I guess the most romantic way you've shot your shot. Um, I did this once. Uh, I took someone in a field and had everything prepped, like a small, cute picnic going That's on. Really I had nice. like uh, had some lights around the area as well. I waited around eight p.m. because like that's the time that we met, and then I just this brought out really? a, brought out a guitar, sang the song to her, and. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much the. Wow, that's great. Experience. And then I got dumped after. Guess <laughs> <laughs> like what? The next song came out after. <laughs> so, next song came out. Yeah. Man, who are these girls dumping you? Like they're really like <laughs> they're kicking themselves in the they, teeth right now. Yeah, they're seriously. Like, Man, this guy set up a picnic for me. Like the next dude's like taking her to McDonald's <laughs> or something, right? Like. <laughs> but thank you all so much for that, though. I mean, I'm here now. Okay, <laughs> I was also like, I was just like reading stuff beforehand, and like you're like one of the top artists in the Philippines next to Taylor Swift. Like that's insane. That's insane. It really is. And like, how does that feel? Like, I don't it's know. It's only like, been like two years, really, since you've been like. That's a quick like. Yeah. What's the word I'm looking for? Rise to fame. I don't know. Yeah, like two years isn't that long. People sometimes go in ten years in the industry, and then they're not even there yet. No, but actually, I I've been sort of like in the industry, uh, for quite a while. Like I've I've done like yeah. TV like TV shows. I did The Voice. Yeah. Back then, when I was like really young. And so, like, being in the industry, I, I had my, my old label as well. Um, they signed me for, like, four years, five years. Nothing really happened to me. I was doing cover songs. I was doing acoustic original songs from time to time. But nothing was, like, really happening. Um, everything kind of blew up when I moved to my new label, which is UMG. And then I... And we love UMG, too. Yes, sir. They're great. <laughs> and then, like, the when the pandemic started, that's when, like, everything blew up for me. Like, TikTok helped me. 
all their YouTube stuff. And that's what it took me around like nine years, 10 years to get to where I am. So, yeah, but like, but like two years that like that two years, stint, that was kind of like the blowing up phase, though. Well, what was that moment when you were like, this is happening? Like, did you have like a was that maybe you released a song and it went viral or did you was it a TikTok? What was that kind of moment where you were like, holy crap, this this is it? I think, um, all right, so, like, the the pandemic happened, right? Lockdowns, like, really tough forever. I don't know what the case is in Canada. We yeah, couldn't it was bad. leave our house. Yeah, yeah we bad. all had, like, face shields, face masks. Yeah, okay, we weren't that bad, but it, we were bad here. Yeah, yeah we, we, we had here. that yeah. back back that, back home. And so I would go to, it was, like, my first time going to a mall after, like, I, I seen, like, the stats and everything. Like, my songs have been blowing up on TikTok. Went inside a mall. I like, everything covered, right? And then these bunch of, like, friends just noticed me. I was like, that's Zach DeBoodlo. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I was like, just, I just went past them. I was like, called my dad. I was like, someone noticed me today. I was like, they're, they're probably fans. What do you mean fans? I don't have fans. And then just after a few days, every time I, like, walk out, there will be, like, people screaming, Zach DeBoodlo, you're Beanie Beanie. Like, you're, you're this, you're that. Um... But like the the ultimate like life changer would be my first show, I sang like the the first lines to my first song in the set. Uh, the first song, uh, like the first lines in the first song in the set, and everyone was, was just like screaming the words back at me. That was like the definitely. It must be like such a good feeling, like hearing someone else sing you your songs like yeah especially like, with like with smiles you, like, on their faces and stuff you yeah. just know everyone just like so happy and they're like screaming at the top of the lungs they've been practicing they've, they've been listening to you like, yeah. it must be such a good feeling definitely it, it was like all of those years were like definitely worth it you know the nine years of like working hard and like losing the competition <laughs> getting dumped all that was kind of a couple of times a, a lot of times <laughs> uh, would you ever yeah. date a fan Definitely. Ooh, I mean, that's, that's that a would, really good one. Then. I just thought about that. I'm like, cause like the girls coming up to him in the mm. mall, like, you know, that'll be, I, I wouldn't say it's impossible. You know, um, wait, are you single now? I'm, I'm single now, but I'm seeing someone I'm at the moment. Someone. Yeah. It's not an official thing, but I'm seeing someone at the moment. Yeah. And we're hoping this one works out. Hopefully okay. I've, I have a, f I have a really, really good feeling about this one. Okay. Kind of met her on tour actually. Oh, this did tour. you? It's like really, it's a rare occasion and she doesn't know me. She she knows my music, but like she's not super. Yeah, hopefully it goes so well. So she's from North America. Yeah, she is. Can we talk Kay. about it or no? Well, well no, we don't want to jinx yeah, it. I don't want to jinx it. That's yeah, fair, that's fair. We can talk about when I come back. We'll yeah, when talk. you come back, we're getting <laughs> you on this podcast and we're talking about this, and hopefully yeah. you guys are still together. Yeah, or there's another, oh. or there's like the fourth album. One there of the it two. is. One Probably. of the two. I don't know. We'll see. Let's not jinx it. Yeah, we no, we're not jinxing it. this right now. Oh my god, I had something to say. I will. Would you ever move to North America? Um, so like I had a, I had, I actually have a deal right now mm -hmm. that, um, it's not announced yet, but there's a record label that, that signed me like recently in, in America. Uh, we haven't announced anything yet, but there, there was kind of like a soft launch already. I feel like we're going to release it in like a few months, but, um, they, they were kind of asking me to, to move to North America. Like, I, f I just feel like it's such a big commitment for now. Um, probably if something happens with the music thing here, like bigger stuff happens than probably, but for now it's like, I'd prefer like project to project kind of just thing. I, I can just fly out, here and there, go, go back, back and forth. Yeah. Still have your home base in the Philippines. Philippines, definitely. That's, that's home for me. When you, so this tour is coming, slowly coming to an end. When, uh, when you get back home, like what's one thing you're really excited to do? Like what are you looking forward most to when you go back home? 
I miss my motorcycles. Like, cause motorcycles. Like, I, yeah, I'm a big. I I own a lot of big bikes. I ride with my friends. Um, I I own Harley's and and uh, Hondas and yeah, that's that's my thing. Besides, it strike me as that though. Yeah, yeah. I did like, not like that. Just like threw. It's like a lover right boy up. on a Harley. I show you like one of my photos with a with a Harley, but um, yeah, that's definitely something that. I'm looking like forward to. I'm sure to you can go find back. like a Harley tomorrow to run, drive it around the city. I have been trying to look for Harleys, but they they said um, there's not much motorcycles going around because like it's almost winter. Yeah, yeah, I guess yeah. it is. Like, imagine riding out in this, in this weather. weather. Yeah, this is a uh, this is my Harley. Wait, let me. Where where the fuck is it? I uh, really did not expect you to say like that. Yeah, I was not expecting this at all. Yeah. That's a nice bike. Yeah, I don't know if they can see it, but. There you we'll, go. We'll, we'll superimpose it. We'll superimpose yeah, that picture. I'll, I'll find that and we'll superimpose it after. But yeah, so that's what you you do in like free time back home. Free time, yeah. Just ride my motorcycle, chill with friends, eat in like a, eat in the mountains or something. Do you play any sports growing up? Yeah. Sports. Basketball, a bit of basketball. Yeah? I did a lot of skating, skateboarding. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, that. I thought you said kind of like skating for us skating. Like ice skating, Yeah, yeah. Right? <laughs> oh, you, you guys ice skate? Well, it's like in Canada, like... Everybody ice skates. Uh, like yeah, at some point, like whether like you're in like figure skating lessons or you play hockey, like at some point in your life, most like, Canadians do skate. Yeah. yeah. Um, a big sport though that I, that I did growing up would be mixed martial arts. Okay. Um, my family fights back in the Philippines. Oh wow. Um, so you kind of run you guys know, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really I'm a lover boy who rides a Harley, but don't fuck with me because I'll kick your ass. <laughs> That's your motto. Still get dumped though. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not forget that. Hey, but at least if you had to fight the 10 other guys in the group chat, you probably would have won. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> the girl's like, you don't want you to fight for me. I'm like, okay, I got this. <laughs> Imagine. We're okay, we're almost wrapping up, and I, I know we got a, a hard stop. Um, so tour's kind of slowly coming to end. What's 2023, 2024 mm-hmm. looking like for you? I don't know. It's going to be, I feel like it's going to be a crazy, crazy year. Um, like I said, we have some announcements coming very soon. That's like um, involving a lot of global stuff for my music, and so I'm really excited for everyone to to hear that announcement. But other than that, I feel like I'll be just making music, going back to another tour probably. You might need to come to North America for this girl. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? We'll see. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> I'd probably be with her on the next tour. I don't know. You never know. We'll you see never how it know. goes. Um, Dan, you got anything else you want to go quickly? No, I think that's it. Zach, we appreciate you coming on. Thank you so much for having me. If people want to find out more about you, you, your music, touring, where can they go? How can they find you? Yeah, you guys can just search up Zach Tabulo. That's probably like the first thing that's that pops up. So it's not probably the first thing. It It is is the the first first thing. It is. Yeah, (laughs) no one's named Zach Tabulo. (laughs) I guess. Yeah. (laughs) Well, again, we appreciate you coming on. Thank you, guys. Give him a follow. Uh, this is awesome. Make sure you get some good food while you're you're here and Try enjoy the show yeah. tomorrow night. I guess well the show's already gonna be done by the time this gets yeah. released. Mm-hmm. But, but uh, we wish you all the best, all the most success in the upcoming months, years, and and I'm sure we will see more of you in the future. For sure. Thank you guys so much. Appreciate it. If you made it to the end of this, guys, we appreciate you. Thank you. Don't forget to like, subscribe, all that fun stuff, and we'll see you next week, pals. Cheers. Hey everyone. I hope you enjoyed that episode of the Pals Podcast. So kind of something a little different today yeah you might have heard that mid-roll ad uh with excel gum promoting their new asmr excel study beats playlist on spotify and this time of the year is a very stressful time of the year isn't it danny for for especially for students i wonder why though it's exam season and guess what everyone gets what's that it's a new word i can't what's it called examity examity 
You heard that right, folks. That's why our good friends at Excel Gum put together this ASMR playlist, uh, Excel Study Beats, to help calm you down during this stressful time. Dad, you remember exam season for you? It was pretty stressful. And you know what? I still have some exams coming up. So I will be using the XL Gum Spotify playlist track to help me get through it. And where can we find that playlist? On Spotify. Oh, with the link in our bio. Um, but we also want people to relax and take a second to breathe. Really kind of just settle down during this stressful time. And this hopefully this playlist will help you relax and, and kind of calm those nerves. Yeah, you know what? Over the past couple of years, I've been using like ASMR and all those kind of like fun sounds. So I'm really excited to check this one out. All right. And if you made it to the end of this, we do love you. We appreciate you. And stay tuned for next week's episode. Peace. You like to drink and to smoke to take away the pain. And I don't remember all of my mistakes and every I got alone. No one thing. Good night.